The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's word. Hey, welcome to 1002. I'm so glad you found us today. Uh, just an opportunity we take every day to spend a little bit of time in God's Word and be challenged and also pray for an unreached people group. And an unreached people group is anyone uh, that is less than 10% reached, so they may have a couple percentage of a people that, that have heard the gospel, but overall they're considered unreached. And today we want to talk about the Way people. Uh, the Way people, they are a people group from China. In fact, an old Chinese proverb says, a Chinese awake is not equal of a way sleeping. And so they're a very well-known people group. They live across the nation of China as well as seven other countries in both Asia and the Middle East. And there's a small group of them that resides in Kyrgyzstan, um, about 2,000 that reside in this area. Uh, they mainly speak Mandarin, and this particular group in Kyrgyzstan is about 2,000 that is completely unreached. Um, they're also, they're banking, they're people of, they're astute business people. So most people of this Chinese group, the way, are bankers, um, commerce, ag agriculture. They're very, very intelligent, very, very health wise, and very, very wealthy. And they're Muslims. They've been Muslims since the 13th century. And so Islam is part of their identity. Because they're Muslims, many have left China because being a Muslim and being Chinese will actually cause persecution. Uh, the same way that Chinese persecute Christians, they would also persecute Muslims. So many of these people have fled. So not only are they are refugees and they're fleeing their own country, but they're fleeing for all the wrong reasons. They're, they're fleeing for a false religion, a false God. Uh, so yeah, we just want to pray for the way people uh, in Kyrgyzstan. Uh, one of the best ways to reach this would be Chinese way believers, um, which there are some in China. Uh, to go and form partnerships, to form business partnerships with these people in Kyrgyzstan. Uh, they're Mandarin. The Bible is in Mandarin. It's in audio. It's in lots of different ways. It's Jesus film. And also they could listen to radio broadcasts. So uh, just a way to pray is for the way people of Kyrgyzstan to come to know Christ, uh, to walk away from their false belief, to recognize that Allah is not the answer. Um, and for those that are believers to just witness to them and, and preach to them uh, in a way that, that a missionary or someone from the West will probably never have the opportunity. So Lord, we just pray that you would open up the doors uh, for the way people in Kyrgyzstan, that you would just ripe, bring the harvest to you and that you would call forth workers, specifically Chinese believers and, and believers of this particular sect that could go and serve amongst their brothers and sisters and teach them the gospel and show them who you really are, that you're a God of provision, a God of provision. Which brings us to our challenge for this morning or our Bible verse, a little story we want to look at. And it's in 1 Kings chapter 18. So we've kind of walked through the life of David on this podcast and, and touched a little bit on Solomon. And after Solomon's death, the kingdom is divided and there are good kings and bad kings in Judah, and there are pretty much only bad kings in Israel. And, uh, and so in, within that, there's these little nuggets, these little stories, and this particular one is about Elijah. He was a prophet during the time of Ahab, and he had prophesied there would be three years without rain, 
which obviously made him not very popular. He went to live by a brook as commanded, and God provided for him. He provided him water from the brook. He provided him food. This is the ravens actually fed him. The birds brought him food. But eventually that brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. And so the Lord told him to go to Zarephath, which ironically was King Ahab's wife's hometown. Um, and so that's where Jezebel was from. And so he went there. It was a foreign town. It was a foreign country. It was not of Israel because Ahab had more, married a foreign wife. And he stayed with his widow. And he told the widow to make a little cake. He said, do not fear and do as you have said, but first make me a little cake and bring it to me. Afterwards, something for yourself and your son. And 1 Kings 18, 14, For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, The jar of flour shall not be spent, and the jug of oil shall not be empty, until the day the Lord sends rain upon the earth. And she went and did as Elijah said, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither the jug of oil become empty, according to the word of God that had been spoken by Elijah. So he had went to this, late, this widow's house, and he had asked for food. And basically she said, look, I, if I give you any food, we're going to die. I only have enough left for this, just me and my son. And we were going to prepare to eat and die. And Elijah says, no, you're not going to die because God's not done with you. God's going to do a miracle through you and through me. And if you have faith and you believe, that little bit of flour and that little bit of oil is going to continue on until the rain comes. And we will continue to be provided for. We will continue to eat and that's exactly what happened. God provided for them. He provided exactly what they needed. He sustained them with the food that they needed to survive this drought and this, this horrific catastrophe on the land of Israel. And that's what the reminder I want to give us all today, that God provides. We can get so stuck on ourselves and what we can do and what, how much we can work and what we can provide and how much we need to make. And I think that we forget that God is the provider. God is always the provider. And sometimes we have to take steps, not sometimes, a lot of times we have to take steps of faith, stepping out a little bit into the unknown, stepping out into what we're not sure about to show who God is, to show the world that God's a provider. And so this Elijah and this widow that he was staying with, lived in faith. And it was an example to not just the widow's family and her son, but probably to anyone that knew them. In fact, it's an example to us because it's written down in scriptures for us to read. So as you take a step of faith, as you walk into the unknown, as you do something that doesn't make sense, but yet you know God is asking you to do it, just think of the impact that could have on people. Think of the impact that your example, your life could be on others and be willing to take that step of faith to do whatever it is God may be asking you today.